So, Brandon, obviously, uh, there's no shortage of advice out there. And uh, obviously, we have our own opinion on giving advice, and we do it every day. We do, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I think one of the things I think we need to take into consideration is, is it, you know, should we be considering all the advice that's given to us? We can't really control what advice comes our way, but I think we can control if we apply it or not, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think um, I think there's definitely some uh, things that you have to consider about when people are giving you advice um, versus just saying, hey, everything's the truth, everything's the right advice at the right time. Yeah. I think, you know, we spent a lot, me and you both spent a lot of time in masterminds. And uh, going to different, yeah, I mean, it's a, what is it, almost a quarter of our year. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, when you add up all the weeks. And I love them. I think they bring tremendous value. We're talking about one tonight and how it brought a lot of value to us. I, I, you know, my one time my brother-in-law looked at me and said, Gary, I think the single best thing I ever did in my career was join a mastermind. I think being a part of a mastermind, you obviously get a lot of advice. You know, you get a lot of different people's perspectives on things. And so when getting advice, um, I want to maybe talk a little bit about how I filter advice. Okay. And uh, one is probably experience. I want to I want to know like what's that a person's experience on it, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever been in a mastermind where somebody said, "Hey, Brandon, this is what you ought to do," only find out later on they aren't they don't do it. They've never done it, and they've just heard about it. And they could, they're passing that that knowledge on to you through a chain like of of other hand me down advice. Is that I mean to a degree? Yeah. No, I've definitely been in spots where people give me advice, and then you know I get down from the the presentation I go down and I'm like, Hey, I want to learn some more about that. Oh, I've never done that before. I just heard it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, all right, well, is, should you really be giving me advice on this then? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, one of the things I love more than anything, I was at an, uh, I was at an event one time and, uh, I had a guy come up to me and, and I had shared a little bit about, um, you know, how I raise my kids. I shared a little bit about how I interact with my wife and how I go on dates with my wife and do things like that. And the guy came up and he says, Hey man, you still date your wife. I do. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> but I had this guy come up to me and he's like, you know, one thing you ought to consider is this, this, and this. You ought to consider like adding that to your routine with your wife and so forth. And I'm like, hey, okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's advice. I'm not sure it was good advice. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'd even apply it. And then walking away realizing, you know, this guy wasn't married, you know? And I'm like single dude married advice. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Wow. You know, maybe do I need do I need to evaluate the experience of this advice a little bit? Probably even worse. He's probably married, divorced. Maybe. <laughs> so this techniques could have been even worse. Yeah. So I think I just I think got to be careful and just measure up the advice to the experience. You yeah. know, and what results came out of that advice before. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of the guys make a big mistake in running after chasing advice. They hear it. They like the source. It's credible. But then they chase after the advice and it, they find it leads them down a dead end because they didn't really research the advice before they took off after it. Yeah, it makes right. sense. Yeah. I mean, and I've definitely been guilty for that as well, especially like getting into real estate, being newer in it. You know, people are like, here's this extra strategy, here's this marketing, or here's advice on how you handle this. And you end up wasting a lot of time with, you know, bad advice that you should have not taken or should have processed differently, not, you know, knowing people's experience and things like that. Yeah. And the other area I think that we have to be careful on accepting advice and, and evaluating first, obviously, is the experience, I think, too, is what's the motive of the person giving the advice? Yeah, I think 
you know, because there's so many motives to why people give advice. And, and one of them, you know, can be monetarily, you know, and, and a lot of industries, you have affiliates, you have partnerships, you have all these things like, well, hey, I'd love to tell you about this. And this can help your business. When at the end of the day, it may not help your business, it may not help your personal life, it may just be a way for them to get some money from it, or, you know, build some numbers or credibility or something like that. And their motive was never to be a giver and actually, you know, give you good sound advice for your situation. Yeah, you know, um, I had a guy one time give advice and as I'm hearing the advice come out, I'm like, I'm not really sure that's the right advice for this guy. And then I walked up to the guy, the guy giving the advice, you know, later on, I'm like, hey man, why'd you tell that guy to do that? He's like, he's in my market, man. I don't, I don't want him doing the stuff I know is working. I'm like, wow. Like you were leading him down a little path of deception, like to get him off the right path. Yep. He's like, well, dude, he's in my market, you know? And he was like, it doesn't matter. This is, a, this is a, you know, this is a, this is, you know, a game that I want to win. I don't want to lose this game. And so the motive was evil. I mean, it was straight up yeah. evil in my opinion. Like I couldn't believe it. It's pretty blown away actually yeah. that this guy who seemed pretty credible would give a deceptive device and have this guy kind of spin his wheels on it. It was pretty ugly. Yeah, that's. Um, I've actually, I've actually seen the same thing happen, and it was a similar market thing where somebody just. And the worst part of it was he gave advice to a room to just not allow one person to have his perspective on something. Mm. And I and I called him out in the elevator. I was like, Hey, dude, that was kind of, was kind of not a very good uh, thing you gave there. And he's like, Well, I had a guy in my market in the room, and so I didn't want to give any good advice to anybody. Uh-huh. And I was like, So you gave bad advice to the entire room. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I guess so. And I was like, nah, okay, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. So I think, I think obviously experience definitely needs to come and play when you're, you're filtering advice. Next is what's the motive yeah. talking about that. You know, is this, is this person looking out for my best interests? Can I trust them? You know, could, has other people trusted them? How they helped other people? What's the results that's coming from the advice that they're giving? Um, kind of like, like hiring somebody. Check some references on it. Check some advice. Like, hey, listen, I know you've done this marketing stuff before. Who's, who's had success you know, with you? Yeah. You know, who, are some successful clients? Do you have some testimonies? Do you have something that um, you know, can make sense from this? Sure, absolutely. Number three, I think the, the filter that I try to use is, is definitely is this what they're saying an opinion of theirs or is it a fact, Right. Does it have substantial backing to it that shows that these results come from this effort, you know? And if you have a factual situation, it, it, it lends you to be able to, to, to really put some concrete, um, you know, um, markers around this advice and go after it versus somebody's just opinion. And I, I think that's probably the biggest area right there that I, I want to really hammer home is, you know, we get a lot of people um, that we're talking to, spend a lot of time with. That they're giving their opinion. And we all know the saying about opinions. Yeah. Everybody's got one. <laughs> yeah. And obviously we do too. <laughs> yeah. We have an opinion about this tonight. But, you know, the opinion is just that. It's their opinion. And I think you need to t- put that in perspective. You know, my opinion might be different than Brandon's opinion. You could call me and get a different advice than you would get from Brandon. You, would call, you could call me and Brandon and have the same advice and call Susan and get maybe a little different advice, right? Yep. And it's our opinion. And so understand that. Understand that it is an opinion of ours. Now, opinions, when, when matched up with experience and motive, become pretty solid. Correct. 
You don't have, somebody's giving your opinion and they have no experience in this area at all. Just the other day, a guy came up to me and he's like, hey, you want to read this article and listen to this podcast about um, this gentleman who really opposes the whole integrator model and how you shouldn't have it and how it's detrimental to business. And my first question was, and I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm just saying my first question was, what's his experience? Like, how many companies he started? How many companies have you built without an integrator? How many things have he done? How much success has he had with his mindset, his perspective? What is that? And this guy's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, you just recommended I should listen to it. So what gave you the reasoning for recommending it? Well, somebody else told me that was really good. Yeah. Uh, so this is what we call tele, you know, paper cup. Telephone game, yeah. Yeah, telephone game of advice. And it, honestly, I, I, I have to weigh that in. I have to look at it and go, what's experience? Then the second question I have to ask is, what's this guy's motive? Is he trying to sell a product? Is he trying to get to a point where he's trying to capture a certain clientele that's on one side of a perspective and trying to swing them to the other side? I mean, what is the motive? And then the last is, is it just his opinion or is there actually true facts behind it? Yeah. Right? And if we can get there, we can get to a point where we have somebody with solid experience, we have somebody with the right giving type motive, and then ultimately at the end with factual information that's proven the test of time, One of the things I love about what we do, Brandon, is I love the fact that what we do isn't our opinion, right? Yep, and it's a a good thing is we actually want the opinion of the clients that we're working with. It's like, hey, listen, like we're not here to tell you that this works. We're here to give you some guidance of what other people have done, Mm -hmm. you know, and here's our experience in it. You know, you've flipped a ton of homes. I've done a bunch of transactions. You know, our motive is to help your business. And at the end of the day, here's some facts about the industry that may or may not work for you. Yeah. And so that's what's really cool is we want to get their input, their advice um, on their own business on what should work. Yeah, and, and understanding while we're giving that, that what works for one person may not work for another. Correct. And I'm just giving you an opinion based on what? My experience, 20 plus years. Yep. Right, my motive, want to helping you. My whole goal is to help people. And then last, is this is this opinion or is it fact? And the the truth is that what we teach isn't our stuff anyway, right? Like it's stuff that Rockefeller pioneered, yeah, and been passed through businesses for hundred years. And the 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 nice thing about it is it's, it's, it stood the test of time. Right, it's yeah. not Gary or Brandonology. Brand it's exactly what it is. Even it's, though Brandonology is pretty solid, it's pretty solid. No, I have to tell you, <laughs> we're going to do a whole episode on Brandy, Brandonology right. here in a little bit. But we have the Brandons, the Brandon McCurdy and the Brandon Barnes. There we go. And it's going to be Brandonology 101. Yes, right? sir. <laughs> but if you take this and you measure these things, if you use this as a filter to guide yourself through advice, I think you'll find yourself on a wiser end of it when you come out on the other side of, of implementing the advice. Yeah, I think we uh, we may have just cracked the code to advice. There you go. Yeah, I think it's a three-step process to That's cracking it. the code to understand your advice, which you know I definitely would you know, love to know more about or would have loved to have known more about being younger, getting into it. It's like, hey, whose advice do I take? Yeah. Well, here's a filter to, to kind of understand that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I appreciate you doing it. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs>